welcome to the Run All the Races podcast. This is Perfectly Goofy Gail, joined as always by delightfully dopey Kimberly. Hi, everyone. Photo Bomb Becca. Hello. And California Kylie. Hi, guys. This week, we continue our discussion of the Princess Half Marathon weekend. Kim, talk a little bit about what we're going to cover. Okay, so on part one, we discussed costumes, we discussed wigs, we discussed makeup. We didn't even talk about the half marathon yet. So in this episode, we are going to talk all about what you can expect on the 13.1 Princess Half Marathon race. So right, we're going to start out, though, with our first listener question. This comes from Michelle from Chicago. She has completed Marathon Weekend at Walt Disney World and Star Wars Weekend this year and is getting excited about heading out to the other court, uh, coast to do the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend and wanted to know where to stay off property that is close by, potentially within walking distance, and affordable. So the good news is we've had a variety of people out there on our team and California Kylie, uh, by her name, lives out there. So we'll throw it uh, first to California Kylie to talk about um, non-Disney Resort hotels in the area um, and what we can look for. Hi guys, thank you so much for the question and the comment. I, I do actually live extremely close to Disneyland. I'm about 10 miles. So I have the privilege of attending Disneyland quite frequently. Um, as far as hotels go, we've had, I've had experiences with multiple different hotels. The first one that one of my friends from the Valley, uh, even though she's from California, they still get hotels because anybody that knows Valley traffic doesn't want to deal with that. Uh, they stay at the La Quinta, which also offers the art shuttle and which is the Anaheim resort transport for those of you. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, Gail. I actually did not remember what it was, but it <laughs> happens. Um, and so, yeah, literally that will drop you off right where on the Toy Story side where the Toy Story parking lot drops you off, and you can walk straight into the, the security and then the corrals. Um, almost any of those resorts over there, the Hilton, the Holiday Inn, the Residence Inn, all of them offer that same shuttle that you will take you back and forth as many times as you'd like. It's completely free, so it will save you on renting a car because most of them have airport shuttles as well. Uh, we've had good experience, and you can actually have, the, what she usually gets is the two room, so you can put a lot of people there, so you can save on costs that way too. Yeah, we've stayed at the um, the convention area. Uh, we've stayed at the Hilton. It's normally around $150 a night. We stayed at the Marriott, normally around $150 a night. And um, the Fairfield Inn is a little bit cheaper than that. That's right across where you're talking about. That's on Harbor. And then there's the Walnut, um, the Holiday Inn on Walnut. That is super duper close. It's probably within like 0.8 of a walk to the start line. But it's a little bit, I would say it's nice but it's kind of um, a little run down, a little bit, like the bathrooms are a little bit older, but it is a good rate at $150 a night, especially for a race weekend. I think it might be also fun to mention that you can join in on a lot of these hotels rewards programs. Hilton has one, and I'm a member of the Hilton Honors Program, and that is really awesome to be able to get some points and some perks. So keep that in mind when you're looking at hotels. If you've got um, any kind of reward programs, use those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know that we've taken advantage of that at the Hilton at the convention center where, where we've gotten our room night actually for free on points. Um, and then depending on the time of year, sometimes they will give you breakfast vouchers um, if you belong to their rewards. And there's the Starbucks right in the lobby there. And those breakfast uh, vouchers work at the Starbucks. So mm -hmm. that's been really nice, too. So a lot of uh, different options. There's a ton of hotels in that area. Um, if you, as a listener, have stayed in any of the ones that we haven't mentioned and have, have comments about it, you know, please respond back to us. We'd love to hear. We obviously haven't stayed in every hotel in that area, um, and we'd love to hear back from you if there's um, uh, suggestions that you have um, as listeners. So uh, we really appreciate the question. Um, and as we move uh, throughout our podcast, um, if there's other questions that you have, we welcome them, and we um, really like to respond to those. So thanks again. And you can send yeah, questions. Oh. Oh, the other thing to know is that you can stay off property for all the Disneyland runs with no problem. It's different than Disney World. So if you've only done a Disney World race, it, don't stress about staying off property. 
uh, for Disneyland because they're very, very close to the park. You, you literally... You can walk to, yeah. Yeah, and you can literally stay at the Fairfield Inn and look over the um, burn and look into uh, Tomorrowland. So it's, it's super close. But um, are we going to, why don't we talk about travel to the Princess Half Marathon race? Because we had a little bit of issue with travel this year. I mean, I've gone to Princess, this was my fourth year, and I've had travel situations for a majority of those races. So this time... And so it's a, it's a very popular race, so there's a lot of people that come. It's a very uh, good excuse for a girls' weekend. Um, and so we find that there's a lot of people that, that travel to this race that um, not only uh, stay in the resorts located on property, but there's a lot of people that seem to drive to this race. And so we were uh, lucky or unlucky enough to have a combination of people um, uh, that we were running with. So uh, Photobomb Becca drove in from um, outside of the Orlando area. So you want to talk a little bit about uh, your drive, Becca? Sure. So it was a uh, back roads route that I take into Walt Disney World and the roads do close. So I always struggle with timing early enough before some of the key road closures, still not quite making it and having to kind of jog around highways. Um, the traffic backup looks like uh rush hour at five o'clock in Orlando and it can be very nerve-wracking if you're somebody who wants to be early on time um, it can be stressful so allow yourself plenty of time I typically uh, only utilize 30 minutes in travel time and it was easily a 45 to 50 minute commute um, just sitting there looking at everybody's headlights so uh, fortunately you guys stay on property. We were supposed to meet up at four thirty, and we ended up meeting up closer to five. Yeah, we um. So, yeah, no, it just uh, exactly what we were saying, and I think we were all this whole weekend. I think we were almost always running a little bit behind our set schedule, so a, a lot for that, ladies and gentlemen, when you're actually planning on getting on the bus or traveling via car. Yeah, so the we were staying in Disney's Boardwalk Villa Resort, and um, buses for um, every single Disney Resort property is a host hotel for the Princess Half Marathon uh, weekend, and um, they have special expo buses set up for all the runners. They're not in your normal bus um, stop. They are normally um, a different place, and you'll see signs there. You can't miss them. There's um, tent signs all over the place telling you where to go. But uh, transportation for Disney Resort hotels ran from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. And we were, we approached the bus, I think we got there around 4, 4.15 downstairs. Right, yeah. yeah, and the bus um, that was waiting for us was standing room only, so we decided to let that bus go and we took the second bus. So and, one, one thing to be aware of is depending on the race, um, sometimes the buses are shared uh, between a number of resorts and so that's why when that first bus got to us it was standing room only because it had made a few stops prior to getting to uh, boardwalk villas uh, so be aware um, that you may not have a bus solely to your resort uh, so plan ahead um, and give yourself a chance to potentially have to wait a bus or two um, if it comes down to that and you're somebody who wants to sit we wanted to sit because you knew we were going to have to run um, so I think that that's important uh, to note. The other thing that you want to be aware of, um, especially at Walt Disney World, is uh, once uh, the bus drops you off or once you park your car, uh, you do have um, a lot of additional walking uh, that needs to happen. This is very different than what happens at a Disneyland resort. Um, so there is a, uh, uh, an area uh, that you need to... Um, start with and so let's talk a little bit about getting to the race once you actually have transportation there so the long walk as it's known to any half at disney world is about a 10 to 15 minute walk and i don't say that lightly by any means the first year the first race i ever ran at disney world was princess back in 2010 and we kept walking and walking and walking and we were two girls from california so we had no clue that you had to walk that far and we barely made our corral i mean 2010 there was only i think four corrals so it wasn't a huge race at that point but 
we just kept walking and we had no idea. Nobody had warned us about this. Um, nobody had told us the long walk by any means. So when they're feeling like they're making you get there really early and I'm not like a huge person for wanting to sit around in the crowd for hours. I know some people like that, but that's just not me. Um, it really is, they're accounting for parking, for walking, for bathroom. It, it's just, it's a long journey for your half in comparison to your five and your 10K where you just basically park and walk right into the corrals. Very similar to Disneyland. So, um, but we actually started in, in age because we were dropping back. And Kim, why don't you tell, tell us a little bit about the dropping back process? The Princess Corrals, um, good to note that uh, they were um, uh, corrals starting in A, which are the elite runners, and dropping all the way back to P. So that's a lot of corrals. And um, we, you can always, um, it, we were, I think I was in E, but we dropped back to, I believe, G um, for this race, or H for this race. Um, and that's fine. You can always move backward, but you can't move ahead. And um, it was kind of cool that uh, what happened was because we were running so late, I was kind of nervous because I knew they were already starting the um, kickoff of the wheelchairs in Corral A. But because we were going to H, the corrals kind of split. So that long um, walk to the corrals, um, A through H were on one side and I through P were on the other side. And we were able to make it to the very end of H, where we got into the last part of the corral. And while we were in corral, it was it all kind of it always works out. I get really really nervous, really really screechy, but it always works out. In that um, we were because we were so cute in our little Run Disney cheerleading outfits. Um, we had Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, we had Belle from Beauty and the Beast, we had Jasmine from Aladdin, and we had Snow White from. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And um, we were stopped by the Run Disney uh, videographer, and we got to be on um, on the big screen. The Jumbotron. Yeah, the Jumbotron right before um, we uh, took off for the race. And it was kind of cool because then everyone was saying, hey, there's the cheerleader. So it kind of made our little day. The other thing to really note about time. this race that's interesting is that uh, because it's a women's-themed race, um, they don't allow... Uh, men, males, in the first couple corrals. Um, so while a male can't uh, win the race, they can win their age group. Um, so in most cases, I believe they can start in B or later, or C or later. B. B or later, yeah. So that's kind of an interesting thing to note with this race that's, that's a little bit different. So um, women-themed um, and very pro-woman. So that's, I think, why it ends up being such a great girls' weekend. But it's also great with the guys because they do get into it. And I think we mentioned this before that they do like to dress up as well. And there's a lot of drag. So a lot of men dressing up as women. But go on. So we're going to jump right. Let's just jump right into our mile by mile sort of splits and give you a little bit of synopsis on what this race actually looks like. It's extremely similar to some of the other Walt Disney World uh, half marathon so if you've seen or run one of these races you may recognize the course a little bit right off the bat but you know, we always like to keep track of our characters and help out where we can so you guys kind of know when you're running this when those characters might pop up uh kim why don't you start our mile by mile journey right so the princess half marathon um is the same exact race as the Walt Disney World Half Marathon. And it begins right outside on the access road um, of Epcot, and you basically run miles one through five right to the kingdom. So um, mile one, we normally have um, your first water stop because Disney is really great um, for beginning runners. They have water stops and Gatorade stops all the way from the beginning of mile one. And um, from there, uh, mile two, um, I don't believe we had any characters on mile two except a puppeteer maybe. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. one thing to note is this race does start very early in the morning, um, and it is, I believe for this one, because of the number of corrals, it's dark when everybody starts, right? Um, so there is a period of the course where I don't think they put much out just because it is so dark, right? It's very hard to see things, and they yeah. want to give people a chance to spread out a little bit as well. So on my... Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Oh, Anna and Elsa were there? Can't touch them. <laughs> no. 
Okay. They like to put Anna and Elsa way up on an overpass where you can wave at them from afar and not uh, touch them or stop and wait in any kind of long picture line. Girls, I believe you're getting confused with the 10K because Anna and Elsa show up further in the race um, within mile five. But our first character stop was um, right before mile two, and that was the heroes. And the heroes are all the men um, counterparts of the princesses. And right um, from mile two is right before you get into the Magic Kingdom gates where they have the, the toll booths, but they're a little bit prettier for Magic Kingdom. And I love stopping there. I think it's always so lit up nicely. It's horrible to take the photo because you have to stop, actually stop and, and focus your camera or iPhone to take the photo, but that's a great camera stop. Um, from but there- But if you're gonna stop, go off to the side, right? Because there are a lot of people that are still trying to run. Right. Um, so be mindful of that, yeah. Right, between so miles- between miles one and two get a little bit congested, but right when mile two happens, it opens up to the four to five lane highway and the huge ticket um, um, toll booth gets a little bit wide as well, but there's also speed bumps. So watch your footing as you go through the, um, the uh, toll booths. And from there you go into another water stop and you hit mile three. That was what I was gonna comment on. It's always amusing. Speed bumps ahead, caution runners. And it's one of the my favorite little warnings, you know, not that it's dark or that you're running 13 miles, but watch out for those speed bumps. Right, right. I've seen oh, I tripped over them, trust me. Watch oh, out. Yes. <laughs> We'll talk about cones later, but we should have cautions for those as well. So right between miles three and miles four, they had two character stops. They had um, Jasmine, Princess Jasmine, with the little monkey. I don't remember the monkey's name. There you go. That's why we have you. And <laughs> then we have, um, right before you went into Ticket and Transportation Center, they had Jack Skeleton and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. I should mention that we actually chose to forego a lot of the stops in the beginning to try and make our and we wanted to try and we were running at um, Becca's pace, which was thirty uh, thirties, which is the Galloway system, which I know both uh, Rebecca and Kim can tell you all about the Galloway system. And if you've heard some of our podcasts, we've gone over them in the past. So if you want maybe a uh, reference back to one of our past uh, Galloway posts on running the Galloway system. Right. So when well, we... I will defer to Kimberly on the Galloway method. Um, I believe that she actually uh, has... Jeff is her coach, mm -hmm. and so she's obviously the one to speak on that. I'm just um, a very big supporter of it because it works for me, and you got to do what works for you, and this is something that really works. Kimberly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I try all different intervals because I, I've, I've just run them all, so, um, and a lot of... Jeff is a really big proponent of speed work, and he is a big proponent of trying all the different intervals. He's also a big proponent of as soon as you start the race, you um, begin running your intervals. Um, and the big thing to note with uh, running run walk during the princess race, because it's so congested and so crowded, is to put up your hands and move to the either side just to get out everyone's way. I would like to say right before we um, uh, got to mile four, which is the Ticket and Transportation Center, it's a great area for people um, who, to come out and, and support their runners. And we were running there to go to the bathroom because normally they have a bathroom right on the right-hand side of the um, facility, and they had closed it all off for the runners this year. Yes. And that was the first time I think I've ever seen that happen, um, which is a bummer because that's like our go-to bathroom because it's an actual bathroom with like flushable toilets and lights and, and a sink and everything. Um, so you will hear people talk about the TTC bathroom or the Ticket and Transportation Center bathroom, but realize that it may be changing um, at these races and that one may or may not be available. But they um, the did... good news is, is you don't have too many uh, more miles before you hit other real bathrooms, but it is something to take into consideration. Well, they were trying to funnel us from the real bathroom to the portalettes, which I can understand because they did have the portalettes set up right where the water stop and Gatorade stop was. But right um, next to the Ticket and Transportation Center also, they had the big Japanese drummers 
which were outstanding. And I took a minute and I put some video and, and once I make the um, video for our YouTube channel, you'll be able to see this awesome, um, all these drummers all set up. There's like 20 of them and they were pounding and they were really jazzing up the um, runners. So from there, you basically go in this um, spot called Cone Alley. It's basically a downhill to a very steep hill, and it's it's done that way because it's a water bridge, and there's actually water uh, boats that go. Um, you know, back and forth on this water bridge. And there we had our favorite person, right, Rebecca? Who is that? Oh, I just love the DJ that they have there with the large Mickey hands. He just likes to wave everybody on and tell everybody, don't stop, you're going downhill. Um, so that's really great. It is Cone Alley, too, because it is one of the um, roadways, and it is open to traffic, so you don't want to get crossways on the other side of the cones. Yeah, yeah. And then right when you come... Uh, where were we at? Uh, where's the big um, water bridge? Well, that's right before mile five. And um, you, five is right before you go into the back of um, Magic Kingdom. And that is right outside of, you can see Space Mountain, and that's when you make the turn into security to go into Main Street, USA. So once. Were there any characters coming up? Nope, there's no characters. We Were there any characters going that way? Nope, the, the last... The DJ is the character right there. The DJ <laughs> is the character. Because it's very narrow there. Um, so when you hit that uh, five-mile mark, um, which is just past uh, the contemporary, uh, prior to um, entering in the back of the Magic Kingdom, you know that you have a lot coming up because you're just about to go into the park. And so I think that uh, due to the space... Uh, constraints that they kind of hold off putting anybody on course at that point. Yep. So from there, we went into the Magic Kingdom, which is absolutely my favorite thing to do is to run up Main Street USA. So as we headed into the Magic Kingdom, we want to make sure that we note that we made a conscious decision as a group uh, to keep moving uh, prior to this point um, and to really not take very many photos because we wanted to spend the majority of our time in the Magic Kingdom well, uh, getting those photos because the light comes up. Um, there is a ton of character opportunities in the park um, and um, the photos come out better. I think you have uh, better backgrounds um, and we just wanted to make sure that we had the time um, so that we could do this so that we didn't have any issues with um, the sweepers and we'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah, and we were also behind our normal pace because of the fact that we were also being interviewed. So we had fallen behind some corral too and we really wanted to make up that time. So um, right before, um, so as soon as you get into the Magic Kingdom, that is mile five. And mile five is right, um, um, the basically the entrance to the security uh, going into Magic Kingdom. And where you'll come out for Magic Kingdom is where the confectionery is and where the um, hat shop is on Main Street. And you'll come out and you'll basically take a right up Main Street USA. And you'll, you'll hear just deafening crowds and you'll see the big castle and you just need to take it all in people. Um, you also need to be careful on watch your footing because what they do is they bring the crowds out to half of the street of Main Street USA. But there's also the trolley tracks there. So even though you're really, really excited, um, you, you need to pay attention to where you're going and you need to watch your footing for the trolley tracks because you can trip. And then on the other side is the sidewalk. So you need you have a very limited area to run and 20,000 people are going to be running in this very limited area so please pay attention even though it's very exciting and so wanting to stop and take photos yeah I wanted to mention one other thing if you're coming with, with your family or anything like that and you see these people that are on the main street those people paid for a package called cheer package so if you have a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa or a brother or sister that wants to cheer you on in the park. The only way to get that is to go through and purchase a, them a cheer package. No. 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 So there's two There's two things. Reservation um, to be on Main Street is a cheer package, but you can also do it without a cheer package ticket. But they have a better vantage point than everyone else that just shows up. 
See, it's different at Disneyland. Disneyland, the only people that are allowed in the park area are cheer package. So thank you, Kim. I didn't actually know that. I knew Disneyland, you had to purchase a cheer package to be in the park. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't aware that Walt Disney World was different. Yeah, I think... The other thing to note about those cheer packages is that they only allow you access to Main Street during the race. It's not a park ticket. Uh, so it doesn't mean that once you're in there that you can stay there all day and you can stay in the park. They'll allow you in for the race, and then they will uh, most securely uh, walk you right back out. Uh, so be aware of that, that that is an additional cost. It doesn't include park admission for the whole day. Right. So um, as soon as we get on Main Street, I like to do, and I've been doing this for a long time, I like to take our photo with um, the wooden Indian right on the right-hand side, and I'll just scream out to the girls, what an Indian, and they know what to do. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, we also take our time during this one mile. You're going to be in Walt Disney World, I mean, in Magic Kingdom Park, one mile, basically from five to six is your mile that you're going to be within that park. And um, I like to take my time. Um, that's what we were racing to so we can enjoy the park and, and not be caught up with this, um, the sweepers. So so what we... We also, we also like to... We have our favorite spots along there in addition to the Wooden Indian. We get to see some of our Mickey Milers uh, along the route too and get a little snack along the way. And it's just a really great spot for meeting up. We talked about the cheer package and it's fun to see your support network expanded right there on Main Street and just to be able to participate and say hi to everybody along the route. Yeah, Sam Gaynow was there with his wife, Kenny. They're from the Mickey Milers team, so we hightailed it over to Sam because, you know, he had been up there on Main Street USA from 5.30 in the morning, um, and I think he left at like 8.30. So, you know, people who come out to support your team, make sure you stop. We weren't winning, obviously, but um, if you are saying a PR, just, you know, tell everyone before you get to the race that you're going to be running for a PR, then they won't get upset if you don't stop for them. But since we weren't winning, we decided, hey, let's go around and get some kisses and hugs from our favorite cheerleaders. Plus, Sam had snacks. And if you want <laughs> to win our hearts, you bring a backpack full of snacks. <laughs> we'll stop for any type of snack. <laughs> Right. So um, the first character stop within Magic Kingdom Park is located in Tomorrowland. Um, For this race, it was Buzz Lightyear, and he was standing right outside Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. And we saw some of our um, favorite friends. We saw Bahama Mama. We saw Dave Mari. Um, And there, right over there, is a great other great place to go to the bathroom in Tomorrowland. It's um, right next to Space Mickey's... um, Gift shop. Space traders. Space yeah. traders. Yep. Space traders shop. Yep. The line out there was really the long, was though. Very, very long. Yeah, and what we yeah, decided to do. We decided to. What we um, decided to do was was actually keep running, um, because we had uh, uh, noticed that there was another character stop right in front of the carousel, um, which is another common place for them to put um, characters. The mad oh, sorry, tea. The, the spinny the ride. Right, right there beginning of Fantasyland. The line was long enough that we were able to take turns running to the restroom there because there is a restroom. It's a little bit of a hike up around the corner uh, to the left, Um, but the line was long enough that we were able um, between the four of us to have somebody um, wait in line for the group while the rest of the people um, went bathroom. So we round robin bathroomed that way because we knew we had the time in the line. So that was a, a twofer. We took the time to wait in line and it gave us time to go to the bathroom so we didn't have an additional stop in that porch portion. And the great thing about the lines, I know people complain a lot about them, but for me, I was thrilled to death because I got to see some of my friends that I hadn't even got to see on the trip. So we kind of all met up in one line. We took pictures on the side, you know, our group photos and all that. So, you know, when people bash on the fact that the lines are really long, if you're if you're actually, you know, moving through collectively, you might be able to make some new friends or find your old friends or find people you hadn't even seen on the trip. So, you know, there's there is a silver lining to those those character lines for sure. Right. I love standing in the line and watching everybody run by. I think that's one of the fun things to do is to watch everybody run by. There was a ton of really great costumes. You know, princess is a great theme. You know, it's a women's theme race. Everybody got into that. Um, so we saw some great costumes running by. And like I said, did get to see some of the people that we knew. And you got a chance to, 
to shout out and wave at them. So, you know, make the most of it and, and enjoy the time. Don't see it as, as I think, as a deterrent, right? It's one of the great things, I think, that about this race is that people are really into that portion of it. So from there, right in front of the Mad Team Party, we had um, the Queen of Hearts and uh, the White Rabbit. And then we went into a really long line for the Ugly Stepsisters and Lady Tremaine. She was right outside the new fantasy gates. And that was great fun. I mean, that's not a character stop you see all the time. We also like to make our own character stop right in front of King Arthur's um, carousel. Um, the, the sword in the stone is sitting right out there. And we have some great photos from that. Um, right uh, on the back of um, the castle, Cinderella Castle, they had our favorite favorite princesses, Anna and Elsa. And um, they're always there. Once again, still somewhere where you can't touch them, right? Yeah. Right, right, because right. the line would be crazy. So this is also another spot where people like to stop and take pictures, um, not only of the castle, but also of Anna and Elsa. So just realize it's another kind of pinch point on the course. Um, so if you're going to stop and take a picture, once again, move off to the side, right? Because it becomes a, a really tight area. So, and we had noticed something from Walt Disney World Half Marathon was that um, a lot of people came to a complete dead stop at trying to go through the castle. And what they had done was they opened up both entrances um, down into the central hub. And at this time, we were able to flow right down and we decided to go to the left because um, and come around to the front of the castle because we wanted to take our photo in front of the castle. And I highly recommend that if you've paid $100 to run a half marathon that you definitely need your your picture right in front of the castle take the five seconds it is to to take that photo because that's a disney exclusive right you're not going to get that anywhere else so. right and they have marathon photos set up they've learned from their experiences in the past and they have a multitude of photographers so you don't have to wait a long time at all there was three this time kim three um, lines but i mean at disney there were three lines at Disneyland. I've seen as many as five lines for the Disneyland castle shoot. So just, you know, it doesn't take long at all. And if you're even concerned about time, you can definitely, you can definitely stop for that one. Right. So then from there you go into frontier. Well, you go into Liberty square and then there was no character in Liberty square. We take a, um, sharp, uh, left and we go, um, to frontier land and in frontier land, we had Jesse and Woody set up for our photo. So once again, I think it's great to note that um, if you're uh, looking at um, a time issue with this race and you want to pick between where you stop, most of the stops had more than one character. So you were getting you know, a twofer or a threefer at most of these character stops. So if you um, couldn't or didn't want to take the time to stop at all of the characters, you could still get multiple characters um, at each stop, and I think that that's a great ad that Run Disney um, has done lately is to give you kind of more bang for waiting in that line. So right before um, you get to Pesos Bills, they have the Wooden Indian, which we, there's two Wooden Indians in the park, and we got our photo with that one. Then you're at mile six. Right after mile six, you go past um, uh, Splash Mountain, and you go um, backstage. But right before you go backstage, they normally have the steam train um, available to take your photo. And then we came to a very, very long line. They normally have a parade float out here, and um, this this line was wrapped around the bend. I think there was at least 100 people in this line. So we decided to forego that line. They had um, not one princess, but two sets of princesses and their Prince Charmings. There was Sleeping Beauty there, as well as Beauty and the Beast. And while we would have loved to get that photo, it just, time is an issue in Disney races and you sometimes do have to pick and choose because this was probably the longest line I've probably ever seen in any of the run Disney races. It literally was right at the steam train. Like after you pass the steam train, there's a line. So it just, it was not in our benefit to stop because it was at least a good half hour to maybe even 40 minutes and it's just after you've already run six miles you still want to keep a little bit on pace so that you can enjoy the race and you aren't right at the back and with the sweepers right so from there you go into um basically the real cone alley i say cone alley west and um and there's a water stop before that too so you get yes. you know i encourage you Grab a glass of water before you hit Cone Alley number two, 
Um, because you're going to spend some time in that cone alley. It's very, it very congested. Warm at that point. The sun's coming up, and you're in an area where you don't have a whole lot of shade. Right. So we made our own character stop since we um, didn't stop for the princesses. We stopped with the DJ. We stopped at mile seven. Um, and, you know, that brings you over to Grand Floridian um, Hotel and Spa and Villas, whatever the full name is now. Um, that's where they normally have um, Mary Poppins. They also had Bart, Bert, I'm sorry, Bert and the Penguins out this time. Yeah, so this stop got you four characters. So it got you Mary Poppins, Bert, and two penguins. So it was a good stop. So, um, and I we also got to see the legendary cast member on that one, too, which is, he is my favorite stop, I think, out of all of the, them. He's a legendary cast member. I think he's one of the, the longest running at the Grand Florian, Kim, or is that correct? Yeah, I mean, he's in his 80s. He was written up in um, DVC Files. Um, Richard is dressed up in his... Um, Oh, I, I guess his Sunday best. Costume. So yeah. he really functions as the greeter for the Grand Floridian. Um, and uh, Rebecca, he's been there for a really long time, right? Rebecca is a, um, a DVC uh, member at Grand, and, and I know I've heard her talk about this for years, right? Absolutely. I We loved being able to see him, and we actually grabbed a photo with Autumn right after that. And a fun little perk for us was that the person who took our photo wanted to know all about Richard so mm -hmm. it was great for us to share how great Richard is and what just a um icon he is to the Grand Floridian so if you ever get a chance to say hi to Richard he's always ready with a warm hug and will treat you like a member of the family uh it's it's just wonderful to have that personal touch there in the Grand. So right after um, Richard, we came to um, the guys, and the guys are basically dressed up in um, tuxes, and they normally have a glass slipper there on a pillow, and you can do a little, they're talking to the crowd, they're getting the crowd excited, but they also had a, a lady set up, I guess she was the bride, or... or yeah, they had a bride and groom this year, they were they were searching for uh, the minister, and, and ironically enough, uh, Kylie offered to marry them, because she is internet ordained, um, and they kind of didn't know what to say. <laughs> I like it, that was my favorite part, scaring the heck out of them. <laughs> So as we mosey on down on Cone Alley, um, we come to the Palm Minolia um, Oak Trail Golf Courses, and right outside there, they normally have a character, and this year it was um, Genie, but he was dressed up in his vacation wear because he's been set free, and first place he's going to go is Walt Disney World, and they also had the Mickey Golf Cart. So that's also an area where you can not only get your photo with um, Genie, but also the golf cart, is it's a twofer. And we totally took advantage of that. Yeah, definitely it's one of my favorite parts uh, of most of the half of Walt Disney World races because it does start to open up a little bit. By that point, we come out of the dreaded Cone Alley, and there's actually room to run if you if you choose to do so or if you'd like to get back on pace after Cone Alley, you do have that opportunity. Yeah. yeah the interesting thing to note, though, is um, it does open up, but it's back on the road um, out of the Magic Kingdom. So once again, you're in an area where while you do have a lot of room, you don't have a lot of shade, right? So Disney's pretty good about putting a number of water stops out here. Um, so be aware this is a point in the course where if you haven't run it before, um, you can start getting really, really warm. So, so be aware, hydrate, stop at those water stops, um, and uh, you know, be aware of what your temperature is. They also have the, the cliff, cliff shots. Yep, go ahead, Rebecca. Yep. No, I was going to say that's usually what I look forward to. By then, I'm usually getting to be a bit spent. Um, again, we've not made a secret about that I'm the slower runner in the group. And so for me, uh, I, I get the most out of my money. So, um, <laughs> and the cliff shots are usually around mile nine-ish. Yeah, on almost and, every Disney race. Yeah. Just yes. to, to note that. Right. These are the, the most, I find, most boring miles um, of the whole group. That's when, when you're running with your friends, it's really the, the best part uh, of the race because you've got your friends along for the ride, and um, they're there to keep you pumped and keep you going, and you know that you're you're on the, the downward slide, and you're making your way in, coming back around uh, to the park, so... Right. Definitely home stretch. So right there they had the um, Mrs. Incredible from Disney's Pixar's The Incredibles. She was out there. And uh, also um, to note, they also had the buses, the parade buses there where the, um, where the uh, Speedway once was. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it seemed like this year they had um, sort of pre-staged uh, the um, sweeper buses. Um, um, so note that that they were there, I think, for the whole race, and I think that was in part because of road closures and things of that nature. So just because you see a bus, don't freak out. Um, so that's sort of our, our word to the wise is we saw them and we were like, ooh, you know, we had never seen them staged like that before. So it was, you know, we had a bit of a heart thump ourselves, but um, I think they were even there out the day before for the 10K. So I think it's going to be a norm that they're going to pre-stage those. And I think it's just so that they can get people on safely and quickly without having to worry about driving on a road where there might still be people out. Also, so good. I guess this is something we should probably talk about is the balloon ladies. I think it's the number one common thread that comes through most Facebook groups is talking about the balloon ladies, what they are. The dreaded, are. the dreaded, the dreaded balloon ladies. Yes. I mean, I think it's something that is noteworthy um, because at Walt Disney world, they are always usually the same. There's at least the same two balloon ladies that have done almost all the Disney races. They're very nice. Um, We've actually, I think this year we got a picture with them before the race started because we saw them when we started walking to the corrals. Um, but they will actually start in the last corral, um, and they are walking the 16-minute mile uh, minimum pace. Um, so, you know, know that they're out there and realize that they don't want you to get swept. They want you to finish the race. Um, they are super sweet. They're super encouraging. Um, they will let you know um, ahead of time, and generally there's a couple uh, people on bikes that are a little bit ahead of them that will uh, bike out into the crowd and let people know um, that Thank they're getting close to the pace um, and to make sure that they motivate you to keep going. So, you know, if you're up there with the balloon ladies, as long as you keep moving and you keep walking with them, you will finish the race. Um, so just know that they're not out to get you. Um, that they really want to be motivating and they want you to finish the race. Well, and also um, another good thing to note is that we we skipped the um, character stop at mile two. Well, the good thing is there's no light at mile two, so your photo won't come out. We waited until we were at mile nine going into ten to get our photo with the, um, the heroes, which is great because there was sunlight there. It was also warm, so it was a good opportunity to us to cool down, especially since we were wearing long and heavy wigs. Well, one of us was wearing a long and heavy wig. Um, from right there, we go into mile 10. And uh, mile 10 is the long incline up with the green army man um, to the overpass. And from there, you get a good vantage point to see how far back you are, because you'll basically see the sweepers, or you'll see nothing but a sea of people coming at you. So it'll give you a good reference point to see how far you are from the end of the race. Um, and we saw the balloon ladies. Oh, yeah, that was coming into mile 11, and so one of the things that was to note is that we were about a mile ahead of the balloon ladies, and we did watch them hard sweep, which no matter how many races you've done, to watch people get swept breaks my heart, but, you know, it definitely is a hard sweep because they're they're doing it for their, you know, the safety of all runners, and it's... They were really, they were really, really nice this time. They were letting a lot of people run through. They were pu pushing people. And they to were come being on, very huh? encouraging. They were saying, as long as you get here, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. And so they right, were really, right, really trying right. to get people to continue going before they swept people. Yeah, they left it open a lot longer than I've seen in the past because I have seen that same at Princess actually. Uh, watched it hard sweep in in 2014, and they weren't nearly as encouraging to getting people through this one they really were they you could see they were really really wanting you guys to get everybody get through everybody get through as many as they could so from mile um, 11 to 12 it really is an out and back turn there's a hill involved as well they normally have um, water stops between that they have a large projection screen that shows the runners going back and forth and a lot of music going on um, mile uh, to 11 and a half is a hill. It's basically, you know, a ramp up and down into Epcot Park. Um, at mile 12, they had um, some cheerleaders, some band members out there encouraging the crowd. And um, then, you know, basically until you get into um, Epcot Park, this is a great spectator um, spot as well. We saw a lot of people that we knew. We saw WDW Today. Um, we saw uh, Faith Doherty from um, um, the Moms Panel and um, um, a, a whole bunch of other people there. 
Um, from from there, we go into Epcot Park, and um, they had something that they haven't had on course in a while, and it was one of my favorite things to stand in front of this this time. It was the carriage that the um, from the wedding pavilion, the glass pumpkin carriage with two footmen and that was super cool because you know I don't plan on getting married anytime soon or again or ever or maybe just maybe paying for another wedding I don't know but anyway it was a great opportunity to get your photo in front of this carriage and that's pretty much when you hit that point you're really close to the finish and you get to run through Epcot and because we were moving at a slower pace we got to see the park opening so we got to see a lot of people cheering us on that were park goers so that was really cool another little side comment about the carriage um the last time we had seen it was on perfectly goofy gale's 10th anniversary uh weekend when we were lucky enough to stay at the grand and we got to see the carriage in action actually doing its job and taking newlyweds on the way to their honeymoon so that was quite special not that um, seeing it with the fancy footman on the side of the road isn't just a, a kick too, but I tell you, seeing it with the little ponies, it's just adorable. So um, love the carriage. Yeah, and, and from there we go into, um, we have our final water stop. Um, it's right behind Living Seas, and um, that's your last opportunity to get some water and some Gatorade, and basically you're in the home stretch. You're going into Epcot Park. You'll see um, the, oh, gosh, Okay, she's a she's a she's a big pink tutu mess. Well, not a tutu, a gown mess, and she has a huge red hair and huge tiara. Yeah. She actually, she actually quoted herself as saying, "You have less than a mile to go, fairy." Oh, okay. <laughs> Who are you? She's like the I'm, I'm. You have less than a mile to go, fairy. And, and she was the politically incorrect fairy. The, yeah, she's she's one of the the, the entertainment people um, uh, from Disney and. Um, she does. She looks like kind of a giant pink um, uh, meringue, giant crown. <laughs> but she's hilarious. She's really, really funny, um, and and she um, is very encouraging and, and trying to get people to get excited and finish the race. So from there, 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 Kim, I thought you were talking about us in our too too much mini costume last year. <laughs> so from there, you. Yeah, she wears the same dress. I mean, she's been out for a while and everything, but she's really encouraging to runners, and it's great to get your photo with her. So from there, you run all the way to the lagoon, and um, then you make a hairpin turn, and you come back towards the... Um, the ball, which is uh, Spaceship, Earth. Spaceship Earth, yes, I know, and um, and then you take a hard right, and uh, right there, as always, was the choir, and they always. This is one of the best parts of any um, Walt Disney World um, marathon and half marathon and Princess Half Marathon is that they bring out a choir, and the choir just you know when when you're at the very end of the race and you feel like you can't go on you need you we all need some spiritual you know some some uplifting music to get us to the last final tenths of yeah, the race yeah i remember the first year i ran um, a disney race and had them there and i was coming around the corner and they were singing the hallelujah chorus and i thought how appropriate <laughs> what's that right there's nothing like hallelujah we're almost at the end and it's it's really um, invigorating and they're clapping and they're dancing um, and it's a great way to get you excited they for what not the last point too. Yeah, absolutely. They love it. <laughs> yeah. So right um, from there, you're at mile 13, and you only have to go point one to go. But it took us a little bit because right before um, you get um, to the finish line, they have uh, the VIP tent set up, and Fitz Kohler was there, and um, Barbara and Jeff Galloway were there, and we had to get photos with them because they are just outstanding. But right even before we even finished, there was... Um, um, Jester Goofy and Knight Donald and we had to take another photo it was outstanding Yeah, and, and interestingly enough they were allowing you to take photos as long as you stepped over to the side which doesn't always happen with those characters at the finish so I thought that was an interesting thing to note this year so for Disneyland does not allow you to take any type of photos at the finish line no so it but took and, and Walt Disney World's usually the same so yeah so it took us um, our time on my Garmin it's not the official time but my time on our Garmin says that we ran 14.11 miles 
or I'm sorry, yeah, 14.11 miles in a time of four hours and seven minutes, but our moving time was three hours and 13 minutes. We had an average time of 17.33 miles per minute and our pace, if it's moving pace, was 13.42. So that gives you a great idea of how long we waited in lines. Basically, it was 45 minutes in line. So worth of pictures and, yeah, lines of stopping. And that's something that we've talked about, we talked about in our 10K as well, is that if you're planning on stopping for multitudes of character photos, you must get ready to run and push a little bit extra. I mean, note that we did skip a lot of character stations this on the half. Uh, and made our own and you know that were one or two second stops versus 45 minute stops so if you are looking at worrying about the sweeper and worrying about that 16 minute pace uh, make sure that you train faster than a 16 minute pace because you will get stuck in those lines if you actually are going to stop so mm -hmm. right so the medals this year um, so when we finished, uh, we got our uh, half marathon medal, um, but then all of us had also run the 10K, which was um, the first part of the glass slipper challenge. Uh, so when you go through, uh, you get your medal for the half uh, first, um, and then you make your way uh, through the, the, the drink and food areas. Um, and then you have the opportunity, if you participated in a challenge, to get your challenge medal um, after that fact. So. Um, good weekend. Like I liked the medals. I thought they were really pretty. Um, and congrats to Kylie for. I hosted coast coast to coast. coast. Yeah. Yes, I coast to coasted, which I actually didn't realize that I coast to coasted. And when I picked up my my bib at the expo, they didn't give me my wristband. Which you get a wristband and, and that shows that you coast to coasted, and then you know they cut it off or they mark it or every year it kind of changes what they do, and unfortunately the the volunteer just forgot to give it to me and I didn't actually look to see that I even had it, so it wasn't a huge issue. Me in the solutions tent is a normal thing. Uh, <laughs> it's a normal day for me at the solutions tent. They just looked up my name, uh, pulled. Hold my record showed that I did and thank goodness I had marathon brain Kim they asked me which race I'd run and I just literally blanked out and Kim's like Star Wars mm. of course the, the only California race of the year you think I so would if remember? you're not if you're not familiar with coast to coast um run Disney um, offers you an additional medal if you run um one race on the west coast and one race on the east coast in the same calendar year um, so to Kylie's point, she had run um, Star Wars uh, earlier in January of 2016 and then completed uh, Princess in February of 2016, which made her eligible for the Coast to Coast. The 10Ks don't count, so half marathon or above. Mm -hmm. Right. Of, of that will get you a Coast to Coast medal. And then there's also a lot of other, a lot of other um, different medals and things that you can complete with challenges in the future coming of the years. And we're going to talk all about those in future podcasts. All right. So great. We had a great weekend at Princess. Uh, we encourage you um, to check it out, especially if you're looking for a great opportunity uh, for a girls weekend. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, we encourage you to provide um, comments and questions to us at Run All the Races. Um, and if you are so inclined, um, if you can rate our, our podcast on iTunes, we'd really appreciate that. Um, you can follow us um, on Instagram at Run All the Races, on uh, Twitter at Run All the Races, and we also have a Facebook and a webpage. So on behalf of myself, Delightfully Dopey Kimberly, Photobomb Becca, and California Kylie, thanks for listening, and we hope to see you out there.